Welcome to the One Corner at a Time podcast. We back. I am the host, Zachary Lathan Williams. Uh, my guest today, man, real good friend of mine, my man Glenn. How you doing, bro? Wonderful, baby. My man, listen, bro. Um, glad to be here. Met you at Dayton Fred. My man. Solid from the beginning. All day long. Solid from the beginning, bro. And the feelings mutual. Absolutely, bro. I appreciate Reciprocal. that. Reciprocal. Hey, look, you got me into a job that I ultimately got fired from. Hey, <laughs> when you work with lollipops, man, there's suckers there, man. You know what I'm saying? You were with some suckers. Hey, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I'm still. I ain't salty about that no more, man. Cause look where I'm at now. Hey, man, you doing I'm your thing? Good. You know what I'm like saying? Like what I tell you though. Hey, it can't stop, man. Come on, bro. One thousand. You gonna hard work beat talent day of the week? That's a big fact, bro. You know that's what I'm a saying? Big fact. What they they ain't stopping nothing. That's a big fact. You bro. gonna make more money than Jerry? One, hey, listen. Who the suck at? Listen, real soon, bro. All day long. Real I'm already soon, knowing, man. Real soon, I'm knowing. Man. Hey, so look, look, brother, ask you, bro. Talk to. I want to know about the man. For sure. The man, bro. Okay. Um, you got brothers. I got six brothers. Six brothers. Yep. How is it like growing up in a family that that big? You learn how to fight quick. <laughs> <laughs> All day long. I got six brothers, man. We, man. It was tough because we didn't really have no no father. Okay. So, it was, you know, it was just mom. Right, right. Mom was solid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 100. Yeah. Boulder. But she couldn't stop us from fighting each other, though. Mm-hmm. So, we got to fend for ourselves. You know, we can't get mom every battle, so. Yeah. Now, are you youngest? I'm in the middle. Okay, you're in the middle. Yep. I got two oldest brothers and the rest younger than me. Okay, absolutely, absolutely. Now, where where y'all was um, raised? Y'all was over on the north side, right? North side. I was born on, uh, well, McKinley. McKinley. McKinley Valley. Okay, for sure. You know, Galena, sure. Chair Street. Yeah, 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 bro. That's, and the real niggas over there, yeah, boy. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I seen the wolves rumble, baby. I seen it. So is there, um, you know, competition? How, how's the for competition sure. between you and your brothers? All day long. We we compete. We still compete to this day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, me and my brother Chris go at it, man. That's my man. How so? Wait, like basketball, basketball, anything. We was debating yesterday, man, about the Kaepernick situation. Tell me about that conversation, man. Man, look here, man. It was hard. He was, you know, because he he want, he combative, man. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he, he he the outcast. He wanna he he always wanna have like a, a reason to argue. Oh, so it, would you describe him as like a contrarian? Definitely, all okay. day long. Okay. So That's what did exactly, he say about Cap, man? Man, I don't even want to bring it up because it's gonna piss me off. <laughs> Is it gonna piss me off too, man? Probably a little bit. Is it that wild, bro? Man, he bugging. God, he bugging. He was. What did he say? I'm trying to think of some memorable, memorable lines we had in the argument. What the nigga say? He said, "Uh, how you know Cap wasn't just tired? He was when he was kneeling." I'm like, bro, you sound absurd, man. Where do you get this shit from, man? Just a contrarian, bro. Hey, where what? do you get this shit from? He tired. <laughs> He ain't even played. He been sitting on the bench for three three weeks. Right, right. So we arguing about that. But yeah, that's 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 we compete a lot. Plus he back playing basketball growing yeah. up, man. Me and Chris going at it. Me and Chris. Hey bro, now this is my this is my question. Now you say, you know, six brothers. Yeah. Just moms, you know, pops wasn't really around. For sure. And in my experience with you, bro, one of the most solid people. My man, appreciate you know that, what I'm baby. Saying? Appreciate that. Solid, bro, genuine. Mm-hmm. And um I guess the question is, bro, you know, because I I, I had my father in my life. Okay. You know, him and moms, they divorced, but again, like, he was, he was always around. around. Always. Sure. Like, okay. Every, I see pops every day. Okay. You know, so I know how, it, how I would answer the question I'm going to ask you. You know what I'm saying? I'm mm-hmm. silent because, you know, pops, moms, okay, okay. you know what I mean? But uh-huh. 
without having that male influence, was there an uncle or a grandfather that kind of replaced that or overcompensated uh, for it? Or? Well, y'all got uncle, had uncles. My uncle Calvin, rest in peace. Straight mm -hmm. up, real, real, real solid dude, man. Like my uncle Tony, solid dudes. But yeah. I think growing up where I grew up at and having so many brothers, we ran into a lot of characters. You mean a lot of characters growing up. Yeah. Like his, I met their friends, they met my friends. And then you just see people. And then what I think a lot of times certain people resonate with you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, I think that I see stuff in people, and I think, I don't know if it's a blessing or what, but I see stuff in people, and I think that that's how I should be. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. I, like I think that's how we, I, I, I think that's how we should move. And I think my biggest curse for me is just thinking that how come everybody can't be like me? Okay. With that okay. mentality. You okay. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, like, like just letting certain stuff pass, not worrying about stuff, not getting so emotional. Mm. You know, and, and, and that's what that's I guess that's what made me who I am. Just just living life, man. Right. Seeing a lot of stuff growing up, learning from other people's mistakes. Um. No, and I, and I get that, though, man, because um, I think from afar there there's people that obviously my pops, but uh, people I've encountered, my pastor, mm -hmm. you know, my OG Chris, mm -hmm. uh, my old principal Garrison, like uh, plenty of men. Uh, Murphy Jr., God rest his soul, like, that I looked at, and especially, you know, I got married at 18. For sure. You know, so I, I studied them, how they move with their families, mm -hmm. you know, the type of husbands and, and uh, you know, fathers mm -hmm. that they were, mm -hmm. you know. Now, I did this at 18, right? Mm -hmm. So when you talk about really, like, choosing people as a case study for you, at what age did this start for you? Oh, man. Since I was a child, man, just watching people move, man. Mm -hmm. You know, you had the players, you had the pimps, you had the cast that you thought was the slick talkers, um, yeah. the real cast, the OGs, the the ones that pre preached the Bible. Mm -hmm. You know, it was all around you. You know what I'm saying? It's just mm -hmm. what you resonate with. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Who you relate to the most? And I always was a slick talking nigga, man. All right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was just I always was a slick talking fly guy, man. My whole life, bro. Ask anybody, bro. And that came from just my uncle. My influences, even people I saw on TV, even hip hop artists, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I always resonated to cats that had that, that slick swagger, you know, that kind of demeanor, just laid yeah. back, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And and I think when you like that, people get the wrong idea. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you just to, and then, I, I really don't reveal myself that much to people. I get you. I'm get real, you. I'm real, bro. If you, I'm quiet. Right. Ask anybody. I'm goofy as hell, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'm quiet, though. You know what I'm saying? And people get the wrong idea. They think I'm square or... But, and, I talk, and, I, and then another thing. Mm. I articulate. Absolutely. Absolutely. People get the wrong idea with that, too. But well, I don't know where that came from, though. No, okay. Now, I, I got two questions. I don't know where okay. that came from. Because I'm very interested in the case studies that you did because I, I've done it, too. You know what I can parallel to? When um, I was younger playing basketball, uh -huh. I would say, all right, I want, I like the way Darren Williams, like, separate. You know right. what I'm saying? How he makes space, how he creates space, how he dribble. I like the way he do that. You know okay. what I'm saying? I like the way that, you know, Baron Davis, you know, set the table. I like, you know, his game, inside-out game. Like, it was certain point guards, right? That you could resonate with. Yeah, yeah. And they were because... I'm a stockier dude when I was playing ball, so I, you know, gravitated towards the sure. stockier guards, right? right? So now my question is, in this case study that you're doing as you're growing up mm. and trying to formulate... Trying to find who I am. Right. right. Now, how do you decipher between 
the good influences, the bad influences, what you want to implement in your life. Because you got to look at the consequences. Mm. There's consequences to everything, bro. Mm. Look at the consequences. If you, you, you mean, like, for instance, like you can have, you can have like six, seven girls, right? Mm. Like side chicks, whatever. And you can sleep with every one of them. No mm. condom, whatever. Mm. But there's consequences to that, man. You know what I'm saying? Even if you go out there selling drugs, you can move six keys a day. If that's the guy you want to be, you got to be that guy. Mm. And, it shouldn't, and my, my, my mentality is there should never be any half-stepping on anything you do. I feel right. I feel you know right. what I'm saying? Like, if you're going to choose a lane, choose a lane. Yeah. But don't backtrack when you, you run into um, confrontations in that lane. Right. You know what I'm saying? Some <laughs> cats say you can't. You gotta, if, you, if, that's, if that's who you are, be who you are, man. Yeah. And that's when I realized when, it, when who I was trying to be became easier, mm-hmm. I accepted it. Mm. I wouldn't even say trying to be. Who I was, who I was destined to be became easier because I accepted it. Mm. You accept it. So there was resistance. Uh, because when you're younger, you're confused, man. Mm-hmm. You don't know who you are. Yes, sir. You know yes, what I'm sir. saying? When you're younger, man, you're like, man, am I, am I going to die when I'm 15? Am I going to live to I'm 60? Am I going to be like my uncle? Am yeah. I going to be with my, like my mom? Am I going to be? Who am I going to be? Yeah. And then you, once you realize, like, man, I think this is who I am. And then it becomes easier because you accept it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I can be this dude. I can be the. I, I, you know, after a while, the ridicule don't matter no more because mm-hmm. you accepted who you are. You know what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely. people get on you about being, you know, uh, like when I was younger, man, I'm not capping. This is no cap. I swear to God. I always had nice looking chicks, bro. All right. <laughs> always, bro. Always had bad chicks. And. Not I'm not even gonna say chicks, say bad girls. When I was younger, I had nice looking girls, man. Yeah. And cats would always say, like, you ain't sleeping with them. Which is, you know, what's besides the point? Mm. You know, that ain't don't even matter. Mm. I got what you want. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So but and then you as a, after a while I was like, it don't matter if I'm not sleeping with them. Mm. I accepted this. I don't care. I ain't gotta sleep with them. Mm. But you know, I'm moving in a way that you envy. The only reason you're talking to me about it because you noticed it. Mm. We don't want to think about living as humans when you run into people. You meet new people every day, right? Check this out. This is all facts. Yeah. You bring them to life. If we live out this, I, I leave out here right now, bro. Everybody around us is dead. Mm. But once you get to know them, you bring them to life. Okay. So okay. when something happens to them, you feel it. Yeah, yeah. You get yeah. what I'm saying? I do. So when people around you ridicule you, they don't even matter, man. Mm. They don't matter. Mm. Why they matter? Because they matter because they want to matter. You don't even see them. And that's what I realized. Like, man, I got to accept who I am, man. It's the reason why they're picking on me. Now, you told me um, when we spoke about um, my divorce. Yeah. You told me, and, and this, this stuck with me, dude. Uh-huh. You said, uh, you Teflon now. For sure. That's what you told me. You Teflon. said, I'm Teflon You now. Teflon. Nothing could touch me because I went through something. Most cats and afraid I got of that. Through- Most cats afraid of that. Mm-hmm. That's why I say you Teflon. Yeah. You know, the, the hardest thing, the biggest thing that could hurt a man is a woman. Man I can't take you can say money. Niggas can lie about money all day long. <laughs> Niggas can lie about money all day long, bro. I'm telling right. you. But when you when you when somebody cause when when it comes to a woman and somebody that like in your situation, right. it's not that just she, that she a woman. She got your secrets. <sighs> yes, sir. She got everything about you. Yes, sir. So when you when once she leave, guess what she take with you? What? Them secrets. Them secrets. <laughs> so when you when cats say and I don't care about no one, man. Man, you was with her 10 years, bro. How you don't care? Mm. 
She got your secrets. She got your weaknesses. She got everything you taught her. She taking it somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. Deal with that. That's a fact. You Teflon now. <laughs> you Teflon, bro. Easy nutstick. Now, see, the reason that I bring that up, right, is not to say hey, you my man, bro. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm, absolutely loving I'm loving absolutely. it. I'm loving it. Go ahead. So the reason I bring that up is because um, I, I feel the same about you. And it's before this conversation, but it's highlighted mm-hmm. in, in what you're talking about now. You mm-hmm. know, you've been through things. And as I said, when I, when I tell you that you're solid, bro, uh, a big part of that is um, the confidence in who you are. For sure. You know, mm-hmm. and... Um, I think that's due to getting through the oh, things that you've been through. Oh man, all day long. You know, all day and you long. might have some scars, some bruises, sure. or whatever like that. But that's looked at as a badge of honor. Them awards, absolutely. They awards. Them awards, man. <laughs> I earned them joints, man. Right, right. You can't take them from me, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I earned them joints, man. I didn't. I didn't did it all, man. I fought. I didn't been chased. I didn't been shot at. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm still here though. Absolutely. That's a lot. I could be dead, bro. Is there ever is there ever anything negative that that is a result of what you've been through? Because we know the positive. Yeah, it's negative. How I treat women. How I used to treat women. Now, now growing up, I learned to treat them better. Mm-hmm. How I used to treat women, that was a negative. Would you expound on that? Yeah, you look at women as objects. Mm. You know, I, man, I, I, I had some solid women in my life, bro, like... I don't, I don't want to name drop because I don't want to, you know, give them no PR. It ain't worth it. Right. But, and they still cool with me. If I see them, there's love. You know what I'm saying? But I, I did some things, man, that, you know, I can't, man, I want to, I try, man, this is, this is, man, I ain't going to bring it up. I ain't going to say it. Mm. But I did some things that I regret, I, how I treat women. So, yeah, there's negative to it. It creates, sometimes, if you, if you, I heard one man tell me, one guy told me, he said, man, don't let, don't let life make you a monster. Mm. Yeah. That resonated with me, bro. Yeah. Because it, it, it means something. It's like, if we all go through the same thing, why are you acting so differently about it? Mm. Why is it making you into a monster? Mm. So when you go through stuff with women, like, and when you're growing up, man, women don't know what they're doing. Just like, you don't know what you're doing. So they make mistakes. Your girl, I mean, your, when you're younger, your girl might shit on you, but she don't know no better. Don't nobody know what a real person is. To you. In order to gain the real, you got to get the experience. You got you to gotta take the bumps and the bruises. So when I was growing up, I never got them bumps and them bruises. So I always treated women based on what I heard in the movie or heard my uncle say. My now, brother, brother you never said. got the bumps and bruises in regards to women? Not yet. Okay. Okay. So you treat them like objects. Mm. My brothers, my uncles, everybody telling you. But everybody telling you around you, you're a square if you treat a woman anything less than that. You, that stick with you. you like, man, I can't stop. I don't want to let my uncle down. I look up to him. So now when we was talking earlier about the case study you was doing, For this sure. is the negative part of it. In the, yeah, in there's, a negative. there's a negative, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah when you're, you got people, because, man, when you're younger, it's pressure, bro. You know why it's pressure? Because you got ignorant grown men around you. Mm. Ignorant grown men teaching you that how you treat a woman is, is like a dog. Or mm. and you, That ain't true. Because a woman, man, I'm telling you something about a woman, man. I, I, it took me a long time to learn this, bro. Yeah. No matter what, what she did or what, what happened to me or what your, what, what your people did to you, mm. strongest thing in the world. Absolutely. Strongest thing in the world, Absolutely. bro. A woman, she'll hold you down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A good woman, man, solid. So Absolutely. you got to 
and, and it has to be reciprocal. Mm. It can't be a one-sided thing. So you can't have somebody treating you good and you're treating them bad. Yeah. She won't leave. Absolutely. That's it ain't gonna work, man. That's water and oil, bro. Now you you said because you have ignorant ass grown men around. For sure. Nas talked about the second childhood, niggas in their second childhood. Mm-hmm. You know, grown men in their second childhood. Mm-hmm. Now, my question is, you, you said this is how you used to treat women. Mm. What what led to uh uh the reprogramming? If you will. Oh man, watching my nieces, my nephews grow, my having my daughter. Mm. Just sitting back and just realizing, man, everything we learn, my nigga, in the streets we grew up in. Mm. We all grew up, me and you, I know you grew up in the inner city, I did too. Absolutely. We had weak ass street laws. These street rules that we at, at some kids, some people never get rid of them. Right. Like when, when, like what I was like I said, when cats say money you over bitches. What that mean? Mm. What do that mean? I mean, we know money. We, we got to have money because we live in a capitalistic country. Yeah. That's facts. But what that mean, money over bitches? That don't mean nothing to me. Absolutely. Over who? <laughs> Not nobody I know. Right. You know what I'm saying? So what, what are you talking about when you said it? And that's the street rule we was taught when we was growing up. And some niggas still live by that. I used to live by that. You, you know, um, what, what, it, what it makes me think about is even when I was, you know, younger, you know, I grew up on 54th and Locust. For sure. You know, mm-hmm. and... When I was in elementary school, it was a good neighborhood. You know, you know, it was homeowners and mm-hmm. white people and so on and so forth. And as I got a little older, middle school, that's when it got a little rougher, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I think what when you talk about the street rules, what I what I saw like immediately mm-hmm. was the inconsistencies in these quote unquote street rules. For sure. Right. Right. And in seeing that, be- because um dissonance is something that bothers me. Dissonance within myself, uh-huh. dissonance in other people mm-hmm. and whatever. If if I see inconsistency, then I'm going to point it out. Mm-hmm. You got to. And I can't abide by something that it's hypocritical that, that you've been hypocritical yeah. about. Because you know I, I don't allow myself right. as, as best as I can. Mm-hmm. You know, when when I was going through, you know, my divorce, and as you said, man, we we can't take that because no. um, of, of our ego, ego right? Yeah. What what's our first instinct as somebody that was born, you know? Violence. Yeah. Right? We come from the streets, right? That, that's how mm-hmm. we are programmed to handle things, quote unquote. So we, you, you, go, ahead. go ahead. So my thing is, um, as I'm going through the situation, I'm outside, you know, somebody's house plotting. Mm, okay. And I really thought to myself in that moment, because I, I felt the dissonance within myself. I said, this one, I was already writing my notes for my book. I said, I can't be an author and hurt somebody. <laughs> you know no, what I'm saying? No, I man. can't, I can't, and I'm writing a book to my kids. Mm. How I'm writing a book to my kids, and you gonna, and you, but I'm going to harm somebody. You're being hypocritical. That don't go together. No, it don't. It's a contradiction. Absolutely. Absolutely. And those street rules. That's what, that's what had you out there. Mm. That's what had you out there. And we, it, uh, I think when, we, when you look at it, man, we got to learn to change the narrative, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to change the narrative. You can't. Everything don't require emotion. That's why I tell, my, I tell women, anybody close to me, bro, any woman close to me. Like, I got women friends, and I tell them all day long. I tell them, like, everything don't require emotion. Stop getting mad about everything. You can get mad, but don't get emotional about it. My daughter, I tell her all the time. 
You get emotional too quick. As black people, we're mm. too emotional. Mm. Somebody called me a nigger. I'm upset now. Now I want to kill him. No, oh, it's a name, man. I'll break his face. He touched me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah. you know, it, uh, at the end of the day, it's a word. So if, it, it, I think we got to take away the emotion and change the narrative in our society and just p people, period. And then as far as street rules go, we can't abide by them no more, man. Because mm -hmm. as growing up, and, you know, I think I was born in the 80s. I'm a child of the 90s. So... When I grew up, it was different probably from when you grew up because you grew up, you were born in the 90s, 90s, right? Yeah, 92. So it was different. It was a difference. And when we, we, we didn't have access to electronics like that, mm. most of our encounters with people were encounters with people. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Most of my fist fights or my arguments were live on demand. All right, all right. One no Twitter gangster. Twitter. <laughs> One nobody tweet me, nigga, where you at? <laughs> they come at home, man. Yeah, right, well, none of that. But I mean, we, I fought, man. I've been fighting. So that's where you learn all of that. You learn that, man. You learn that violence. You learn that neglect for women. You learn that she only good to do this and do that, and then you're done with her. But that ain't true, man. Man, women are beautiful creatures, man. And I think that if we start appreciating women for what they are, and that's why so much, so many women do stuff to themselves where they have to alter their body or alter things because they feel like men don't appreciate them like they're supposed to. Mm. Let me, I want to get back to that too. Now, real quick, I want to, I want to uh, challenge okay. one thing that you said mm -hmm. when, when you talked about, and I agree, change the narrative, but take the emotion out of things. Yeah. Now, I'm going to respectfully challenge you. My man, do your thing, baby. We here. Now. <laughs> <laughs> we here, man. Now, if you, you can ask, you probably know this about me, and if not, you can ask anybody, you know, I see it that in. you know is close to me. Um, I'm emotional. I know. I'm sensitive. I know. You know, that's probably why I work out so much. So, you know, know. niggas don't mess with me. No. Child of the anger. Child of the anger. <laughs> hey, so this is the thing, though, is that I don't necessarily believe we have to take the emotion out of the equation. Now, in some instances, absolutely correct. I, okay. But I would say in the seven habits of highly effective people, I, I, I quoted a lot, between stimuli and response there's a choice. So I would say don't let the emotion mm -hmm. take you so far left or right that you're not able to make, uh, you know, a, a, a prudent uh, decision. A decision. Right. I respectfully, I, I respectfully listen to your rebuttal. <laughs> but you, I, I, and, I, and I think when you answered it, but I, I made it an absolute statement. I should have made it an absolute. Mm. I should have said everything doesn't require emotion. Right. Everything doesn't require emotion, bro. Like, every, even, I don't, like, even road rage. You ever been in, the, in driving? Yeah. You get so mad? Yeah. That's emotional. That's emotional. <laughs> what you get mad about? Right. right. What you gonna do? Now, you, now your stress level's heightened, your heart rate up, yeah. blood pressure is shooting through the roof. <laughs> what you gonna do, though? You drive, you gonna pull over? <laughs> so I think everything that's require emotion. Mm -hmm. And I think when I say us as a people, there's people period. We can't get mad at everything we see. Mm -hmm. Some people will troll you to get you mad. Some people will do things deliberately to get you mad because they know it affects you. Mm -hmm. And that's what and that's another reason why I am who I am today. Mm -hmm. Cause I got a temper. Mm -hmm. Like no other, bro. All facts. I got a temper, bro. I I'm, my mama tell you, man, I'm I'm a wild boy if you, if you anything of mine. Yeah. Anybody yeah. I know. 
Yeah. You know, anybody that's close to me, you touch them or say anything to them, I'm, I'm, I'm liable to lose my cool. Mm-hmm. That, but that's how I was my whole life. Yeah. Cause I, when I, I I'm, I'm really like if I see something in somebody, I'm really the type of guy that's gonna be like, man, okay. Because nowadays everybody's so phony. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to get off subject. No, you do. You do. Go, go. Wherever everybody's you want so to. phony, bro. That when you find somebody genuine, you want to keep going to hold on to them. Yeah. So I grow attachment to people. Yeah. Like that. And then I, I feel like it's a hands-off policy with people like that with me. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Even my, even just friends and people I know. If I feel like they solid and they don't, and they ain't on that rough, you know, sucker shit, just just out here reckless, and somebody bothered them or something like that, man, I feel and I, I feel like it's a hands-off policy. Yeah. So that's why I am who I am today. You know what I'm saying? And I, I think, you know, life is about balance. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, I, it was some quote, I think it was uh, Sir Isaac Newton, he said, uh, uh, truth lies in the simplicity of things. For sure. And, and not the multiplic- uh, multiplicity of things, right? And Heavy. I think uh, I think about that often, mm-hmm. um, whereas when, when we when we talk about balance, you know, these these case studies that you did when you was younger that I did, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. and the street laws and the programming and our upbringing, right, there is truth in all of it, mm-hmm. and we got to strike that balance, and I think that daily. It's a it's a tussle, oh, yeah. you know. It's a tussle to find that balance between um, the same the same muscle, the same muscle that you use to protect your family, protect your loved ones. Mm-hmm. It's the same muscle that you may use in the wrong way. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Same muscle that I might have used when I gone through my situation, right? Right. And wanted yeah. to harm somebody, right? You know. Yeah. So it's, I think it's daily about finding <laughs> that that truth and finding that balance. I see them. In the same way, true fan balance. Yeah, they are the same. Does thing. that make sense to you? For sure. Yeah, I think you. But when you want, because every day we in demand. If you a stand up guy, you in demand. Mm-hmm. If you if you if you bring home the bacon, if you take care of your family, if you, if somebody always calling you and you and you, you attentive to that person, yeah. you in demand. Yeah. And finding that balance is hard. We get lazy. Mm-hmm. We get lazy, man. It's, bro. You know how. It's it's easy to do the wrong thing, but it's hard to do the right thing. Yeah, that's a real thing. Sounds cliche, but it's true. It's easy to go to McDonald's and grab a number two and go home and make yourself a lettuce, tomato, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Joint. Absolutely. But and we we as, as, as Americans, our lives are so fast paced that it's easy to just and then everything social media. Right. So right. it's easier just to block somebody out, not even deal with it. Right. You know what I'm saying? And not even worry about it. Go to sleep, wake up, do the same thing over and over again. And that's when I say we we are so in demand that it's hard to find that balance. Yeah. And, you know, I, I would add to that, too, that it's also the the counter of us being lazy is us, like, giving too much, you know. And, and, and as I'm talking to you, man, so when I was on the way here yeah, and, and I got off work mm-hmm. um, and I wanted to just talk to somebody. My man. Right. Right. And I called several of my close friends. But they want to talk to me too, and you ever find yourself in a position of being a strong friend? Yeah, and not and not implying that they weak in any way. No, you know, but, but it's they, just at that that moment. In that moment, right? You know, and I, I, you know what I would say, I would turn it around and you know look myself in the mirror. I think that there are times that I'm not honest 
when it's my moment of weakness and I, I need you to listen. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I when I call, you. I need you to listen. Yeah. I think so many times I call and I'm, how you doing? Even though I want you to ask me how I'm doing. Right. I ask you how you doing and you tell me about your day. Right. right? And in the same sense that you're protective of your people and you'll go to war for your people. Right. I'm the same way in a physical sense, but also uh, when it comes to just listening to your problems. Oh, man. I want to fix your problems. Okay. You know what I mean? I, I want to I wanna bear all of my loved ones, like my close, like, seven, eight people. Mm-hmm. I want to bear they burden. But then I have to ask myself the question, who, who will bear mine? And even then, even if I can answer that, because really all of them eight, nine people, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They'll bear my burden. Right. But will I give it to them? Mm, that's you gotta, that's you, you understand so what I'm you saying? So you so considerate and, you, and you're trying to keep them from so much. Will you give them your burden, even if they could bear it? And, and maybe, maybe you telling me that I'm considerate is shooting me a little bit of bail. Maybe it's more so of egotistical. Ooh. <laughs> you know what I'm I mean, look, I'm just being completely honest. And For sure. I'm... I'm asking you. You know what I'm saying? Is, is that too? Is that being egotistical to the point where it's like, you no, can't handle I'm good. It? I'm good. Whatever you need, I got you. Don't worry about what I need. You know what maybe, I'm saying? Maybe it is. But is that really a character flaw, though? Is it? Is it? <laughs> I'm asking you. Is, is, I mean, because people think ego is bad. Ego ain't bad, man. It's not a bad thing. It's how you use it. What they say? Fire ain't dangerous. It's how you weld it, man. Mm. How you will it, man. You know what I'm saying? Every, yeah. It ain't bad. It's yeah. just because I got an ego. Right. I don't. I don't shit on nobody. Yeah. But yeah. I got an ego though. And you know, I was having a conversation with my, with my mentor too. Like now, in, in modern times, ego is looked at as immediately immediately negative, but it's really not. It's not. You know what I'm saying? It's just confidence. Absolutely. And in, in Dr. King's book, "Where Do We Go From Here?" Chaos of Community, he says that. As a people, we have to have, um, we have to stabilize our ego and have a rugged sense of ourselves. Mm, that's true. You know what I mean? That's true, though. And I think that, you know, what always bugged me, though, like in this country, bro, it always bugged me. They bugged me to death. Like I'd be somewhere, right? And then I'd be like, man, my favorite basketball player is Kobe. And Cats would be like, man, I don't like him. He's, he, he got an ego. Hey, listen, like, man, I love Kobe, dude. But check this out, though. What's wrong with that? I always right. ask, what's wrong with having an ego? Yeah, you know, you know what's funny? Certain people can have egos and certain people can't. Mm. When you look at society, bro, look at it. Just even if just go to—I mean, I go to work with the with with the different breeds every day, and I ask them questions like, "Aaron Rodgers got an ego?" They're like, "Yeah." You got a problem with that? Nope. But when it comes to Kobe, you got a problem with it. Mm. Bro, I'm gonna tell you something, man. I don't know if I'm getting off topic or what, but I'm real. I'm really into this. No, you good. You good, man. Bro, I feel like in this country, black men shouldn't have egos. Mm. Hey, hey, listen, man. Because if you, I'll give you a better example. We can stick to quarterbacks in general. Like, and before this year, think about when Cam Newton was the MVP and everything like Mm. that. Man, I remember Super Bowl when it was uh, Denver versus uh, um, Carolina. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, Cam Newton come on stage. He got his winter hat on. He got, you know, we wear our hats or whatever like that. And then somebody was saying, like, why does he have to wear his hat like that? It's like a thug. And they showed a picture of Tom Brady wearing the same same way and Peyton Manning wearing it the same way. You know, so... I mean, yeah, man. It's, it's a double I, standard, bro. It, I think it's scary for 
it's scary for for some people. I don't want to paint with a broad brush because I know some very me too dope and genuine me too. white people. Me Look, too, I, bro. I work with me too. I work with uh you know guys that all they do is talk about deer hunting and everything like. And then my guys, dude, right? You know what I'm saying? Some right. genuine guys, right? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, Pajol. Man, listen, I wouldn't have published my book if it wasn't for Pajol. But right, for sure. You know, for sure. but I think there there are some where it's like it's a danger. But it, for, to see a black a black man with with confidence. But you know, crazy part, bro. Check, check this out, though. It's not the people; it's the system. Mm-hmm. It ain't the people, man. It's systematic, man. It ain't. I like that. It ain't the people who who um make the rules. It's just that it's easier for them to to go with it because it benefits them. I like that, man. You I know like what I'm saying? That. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head. It benefits them to be that way. Yeah. If if and it doesn't benefit them for a black man. No, because you can easily say what you want to say and get yeah. away with it. Yeah. We can't do certain stuff. It's just it's, it's society. I know we got off track on this, but... Hey, listen. And, you know, in the description, it's going to say a wide-ranging conversation. <laughs> hey, they're going to love it's, it. Listen, man. It's, it's genuine, man. And, and you know, what's funny when um <laughs> when I used to... Uh, you know, years ago, I was still married and everything like that. I'd go to the gym, and um, I'd tell my ex, I'm like, you know, I'll be back in, like, you know, two hours or whatever like that, right? Uh-huh. Go to the gym, uh-huh. run into you. That two hours could turn into four. That's what we do, though. Right? And, and I we, get back. That's, that's what we do. She's like, why you take so long? Man, I ran to the Glen. I ran in the Glen. You that's know what, what I'm saying? That's what we do, bro. Then it got to the point, if I took long, oh, you must have ran in the Glen. Oh, she you know, know now. <laughs> man, that's what we do, man. We chop it up, man. Absolutely, Hey, bro. you my man, bro. Hit me with another one. You got another joint on you? Another question? Man, you know, bro, honestly, bro. I can talk to you all day. We can do the damn thing, I can bro. talk to you. We're going to have to do another episode. Man. We got I can talk to, to you man. all day, man. Man, bro. I want to ask you a question, though. Go ahead. Can I ask you a question now? At, man, listen. Do your thing. It's my turn. Do your thing. Let me take my turn. Let me get my turn, man. <laughs> so, I know we talked about, you know, a lot of real a lot of real topics, man. Let's talk about hip-hop. Oh, okay. Okay. We're gonna... <laughs> I want to ask you some questions, man. All right. Let's get it. Hey, man. Let me ask you a real question, though. Let's get all it. All facts. Okay. Hey, say it's like... Five rappers and like two. Say we got ten rappers in, in in the city, right? Okay. You want them? You okay. ain't in my top five. Would you be upset about that? I'm keep, not in your top five. Keep it a bean. Would you be upset with that? No, vibe? not at all. That's what. And that's. I mean, I'm not. That's not a. That's a hypothetical. Yeah, no, not at all. Why? How can I be upset? About, but yeah. that's that's it, that's what I want. Do you think hip hop is sensitive? Yeah, well, yes, yes. In terms of like list, top five, top fifty, all of that. Yeah, and, and it's all subjective, though. You it know is. what I'm saying? So it it's is. like because we know it's subjective. How can me as the rapper or or the fan of the rapper be sensitive that I'm not or my favorite rapper isn't on your top five list? But yeah, I, I bring it up because I, you know, Ti Ti uh, was like uh, Jay called me because Ti put Pac over Jay. Really? Jay called him like. And Jay called him? Man, no, he he was talking to Jay. He called Jay about something else. He was in a breakfast club. Okay. He called Jay about something, and then Jay was like, but uh, what about that list? You know, you, you going to stick with that? <laughs> I'm like, bro, you serious? You going you but, but you know, artists in general are sensitive, though. Like, but, I, you know, I used to rap, the podcast, the book. I'm sensitive. So Okay. I got something to tell you, but go ahead. No. I got so something when, to tell you. So, do, so do, so you justifying being that way. You think that's you so take the back seat. Well, listen, this is what I'm saying. I if I wouldn't call you if you if you go on somebody's platform and say, hey, Zach ain't in my top five, you say it's boom, boom, boom. But would you bring I it up? Would you bring it up if I saw you though? 
I might Keep it be a petty. Bean. I might be petty. Like, hey, bro, hey, whatever with that. Right? <laughs> I'm like, hey, hey, bro, for real? Like, you no, know, no, this is how I would respond, bro. I just right. come with a hard ass, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> album or something like that, bro. And then, you know, I'll send Still it to you. Yeah, I'd be like, hey, <laughs> hey, bro, uh, uh, reconsider. You know right. what I'm saying? For sure, for sure. That's probably how I handle it, bro. Hey, no, but I ain't going to lie, bro. So we, we, I don't, I'm not going to, I don't know if I should say your name or not. I ain't going to say your name. Who? There's a person we know. And um, okay, she come uh, on. Mm-hmm. Okay, and she rated my book. What she say? She gave me four stars. She didn't give me five stars. Why she give you four? She say why? Because it wasn't long enough. And it, if there was any other reason, I'd be like, all right, cool. And I told her this too. I told her this too. Okay, my like, fam, because it's my story. Like that's all I wanted to say. And again, it's a memoir. It, it's not a novel where it's like, all right. You know the story isn't complete. You know you, it's a memoir. Man. Did she want you to be more detailed? Did she that wanted be what more it? in general. Like she wanted more pages. See, at point, some point, you be you'll be making stuff up then. And, and and look, there was more material for okay. sure. But okay, I mean, listen, I you already know I'm honorable, bro. Like I'm gonna be decent in the order, regardless. You know right. what I'm saying? Like and anybody that read the book, I didn't shit on. My ex-wife. What's no, you, you no, know you didn't. You saying? just told the story. You told the truth, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know, I feel like you told the truth. I don't know if you absolutely. Okay, you know what I'm saying. And yeah, she she gave me four, four, four stars. Five. Yeah, she gave me four to five stars, man. And listen, every every other rating on there is five stars. So you know, and I ain't even noticed at first, man. Like my OG, like, hey, bro. You know, four stars. This, yeah, four stars. Like, you know what I'm saying? Now you're rating like four point eight three. How you do it? How you? How you? How you? I, I mean, you what know, happened? I, I just I just like fam. Uh, I said four stars. <laughs> you bogus, bro. You should have let that ride, man. I should have let it ride. Go let that ride. It's genuine. It's her opinion. I mean, look, and I said I said I, I respect it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I respect this your opinion, whatever like that. But just why 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 for because really the actual <laughs> review, right. like what she said about it, was dope as fuck. Was it? So it kind of contradicts. Four, you know, right. four stars. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, Man. look, it's your opinion, whatever like that. She but gave you four of them things. She huh? gave me four of them things. You know what I'm, I'm kind of I gave you five, though. Of course. Yeah, you gave me five. Man, you gave I mean, me five. She, I read it. it was, it's a good read, though. I mean, maybe I can't see nothing wrong with it, man. Now, I hope you ain't rethinking. Really <laughs> like, no, oh, but you, I mean, you, you, when people say stuff like that, then they give you good uh, good reviews. Yeah. You question I feel, you, like, I feel but, like you. But you know what though? I'm I'm going I'm going to be honest though, and and I just came to this. Not I didn't listen. For Joe again, mm-hmm. he said something when I interviewed him. He said, you know, and I'm paraphrasing, but when the art is out there, mm-hmm. it's not yours anymore. Oh, you facts. know what I mean? That's facts. It, it's not yours anymore. That's facts, bro. And and the thing is, like, if I didn't know her personally, mm-hmm. I, you know, I wouldn't hit her. You know, I wouldn't think. Twice about it, you mm-hmm. know. So um, the thing is, I, I, I put the book out. It's not mine anymore. You okay. know what I'm saying? Like uh-huh. how you interpret it might not be how I meant for it to be interpreted. And, and that's and that's all up to the person, right. the interpreter. And that's the beauty. That's the beauty of of the art, though. But you got to understand, though. People, I mean, you you want tough love, bro. You want somebody to give you. True. Man, I ain't gonna always tell you you did some right. One thousand. You know what I'm saying? 1, if I do, man, I'm a lollipop. Absolutely. Officially. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Blow pop at his best. <laughs> I can't do that, man. I mean, that's like groovy love, right? Man. Right, right. No, nah, but I'm gonna tell you, honey. I'm if if I, if I felt something was wrong with it, I would have told you. Absolutely. I would say like my man, like, hey, 
What happened there, man? Right. <laughs> but I liked it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, give me your top five, though, before we get up out of here. If, if you top wanna, five rappers? Are we, are we closing out or what? No, top five rappers. Give me your top five right now. You know what I always do? I'm like, before we do that. Okay. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a lane. I'm gonna give you two lanes. Okay, give me two lanes. Cause okay. I got to. We're gonna do greatest of all time. We're all gonna right. do present day. So give me your top five present day joints. That should be easy. Pre- okay, present day. Like, that should be easy. That shouldn't be too hard. I got mine off top. I mean, you already know, bro. Kendrick. 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 Okay. Kendrick. Okay. Cole. Okay. Um. Okay. Hold on. Let me let me ask a qualifier. So, top five. Are we are we talking? Just talent, or are we talking like who who I got in rotation? Type it has to be rotation. It got to be rotation. It has to be because if if they talented, you ain't listening to them. Something wrong. Okay, yeah, Kendrick Cole. Kendrick <laughs> Cole stay in rotation. Okay, they stay in rotation. Okay, you know who I got in rotation, bro? Constant rotation. Not, constant, absolutely. Okay, so that that qualifies. It got to yeah. be constant. It can't be like oh, I'm listening. Whatever. No, you got to be constant. Okay, go ahead. I don't know if he has highest. Okay, I ain't even doing it by by number right now. Just I'm listing people off. Okay, Kendrick is number one though, and J Cole number two. And that in a, they kind of so flip. So after that, you're not sequencing no more. I mean, right. you're not numerical. Right. You're not, okay. Currency. I fuck with currency hard. Dog. Okay, for sure. I Ooh, fuck with that's currency a hard. Yeah, that's a curveball. You, you want to I didn't see that Listen, man. Currency, dog. Like I, I can just, I can just play his shit, bro. Okay. Um. Damn. Damn. You damn gotta have a chance in there. The new, the new, the new album. <laughs> okay. It wasn't as good as Color and Book, but I, I rock with Chance. I need to think about this before we. The baby number yeah. five. All right. Damn, who I want number five? Oh. Uh. I was fucking with uh, JID a lot. JID, okay. I was, but I, I don't know if he in my top five yet, dog. Uh huh. Mm. You gotta have five joints in rotation. You gotta have five artists that's in rotation right now. I listen to a lot of R and B though, bro. I be chilling, bro. You know, Man, I'm me in too, new, bro. New who you got? Who you? Who you bro. I know, yeah. You, you, know you, you in that mode? <laughs> you in that joint? I be cooling. You nigga in that joint? You know, you so I listen on R and B, bro. Look, Anderson Pack, dog. For sure. Anderson Pack, bro. For he, sure. He crazy. Hey, Amen. Division, them my boy. Division, that's my, that's my for dude, show. man. Division, for that's my man. Yeah, that's my bro. man. Yeah, division. I slot the weekend in there. Once the in weekend while. party, party next door for sure. For sure, he dope. Party next door. He, he needs some new shit out, bro. Party so next many door ill for sure. cats out here, man. On the R and B side, we can sidetrack though. I need that fifth joint, man. Hey, one more time. It's a nigga named Sebastian Michael. He dope. He got a song called "Time." That's me and my lady song fan. Listen, bro. You already you already put the joint on. Like that's the man, joint for the couple joint. Man, that's, that's the couple joint, bro. That's, that's me. You moving? Song, hey, you know what I'm saying, bro? Hey, you know, listen. I, we we really <laughs> arguing all track. You know who are R and B goat fam? Who? Justin fucking Timberlake, dog. Justin Timberlake. Hell yeah, nigga. What's, give me some bro, joint. Listen, Spaceship Coop alone. Bro. The album? No, the song. You ain't ever heard Spaceship Coop. I don't even get uh, at him like that. Bro, I can't. listen, you missing out, bro. You probably, I probably am. You probably right. Listen, listen to the 2020 experience, bro. That album. Is that the one with Jay-Z on it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and I Tambo produced the whole album, bro. I I don't think I heard that one. Fam, listen. Justin Timberlake? Justin That's Timberlake, That's another curveball, bro. All facts. Kurt, Justin hey, look, JT? JT, bro. Okay. You I really, know you know what's crazy, though? I really don't like that kind of R&B. Bro, look, bro. I like Maxwell. A Maxwell the GOAT. You know what I'm saying? I like Urban Hangs, sweet, my favorite album. And I can put that joint on and just rock out. Yeah, 
Bro, I just rock out. I like that go, kind of music bro. like that. You know? Listen, JT, smooth though. Is bro. it though? He's smooth though, bro. I'm gonna check him out. You got to. What's it bro. called? The what now? The 2020 experience. Is that bro. the one with the glasses on the cover? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna check yeah, that yeah, one out. Bro. Man. We really giving it just template some love. We right giving him mad airplay, hey, look, bro. bro. Mad PR, bro. Nigga. You bogus. <laughs> Okay, so. All right, well, hold on. Top five, but top five. But let me pull. Do your top five. I'm gonna pull my phone. Okay, right now my top five is uh, uh, Az. Okay, okay. Young Chris. Ransom. Okay. N- that's that's currently. That's currently, what you got in right rotation now. right so now. I'm rocking okay. right now. Young Chris Ransom. Az. Lupe Fiasco. Lupe for sure. My fifth joint. Um. Fifth joint. That's the hard one. Five hours. Five hours. A hard one. Five is always hard. Uh-huh. Fab. Los. Okay. So, okay. Okay, hold on, bro. Two more lanes again. So, I got the guys, my top five lyrical. Like, so, you got, yo, you got the talent. Lane okay. But then I got people that, you know, I ain't going to say a top rapper, huh. but them niggas I can listen to. Next. I didn't want to do that because that that's time consuming. We can do that, though. Okay, real quick. So, niggas I just got in rotation, okay. bro. Okay, go ahead. Um, go ahead, bro, I, I fuck with... No, I'm talking about... Is Not just the lyrical niggas. Oh, so he's just niggas just... Yeah. Okay. Bro, Thug, Young Thug, got him in rotation. Okay. The nigga hard. Okay. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Um, my nigga Money Man. Never heard of him. Money Man, dope. He, really, I like Pee Wee Longway more, though. Pee Wee Longway be snapping. Dog be snapping. That nigga sound like a Harlem Globetrotter. Listen, bro. Pee Wee Longway be snapping. This nigga named Peasy Dog be snapping. All my hood niggas gonna love this portion of the podcast, dog. Yeah, right. They gonna be like, oh, your nigga don't know nothing. Who that nigga you talking to? But it's a couple niggas like that, like little baby and gun. I got them in rotation for sure. Okay. This uh, but in terms of the lyrical niggas, bro. All right, top five, top five. Go ahead, give me Kendrick two. for sure. Cole. Okay. Um, it's in no particular order to um shit. Meek. Lyrical. Meek. Ooh. Nip for sure. Definitely nip nip though. You know what I'm saying? And um Fuck. I I down there say. I down there say chance, bro. Okay. I down there say chance. So that's your okay. So we're gonna we're gonna do rotation. I'm gonna do rotation. Then I'm gonna do lyrical. All right. So rotation is fab. Um. Man, that's crazy because I really don't listen to nothing but lyrical niggas though. Type shit. I ain't got nobody I listen to that's just like on humbug. I can't do that. Really? I mean, probably Ti. Well, you know, I'm younger though. I'm I'm, I'm a little younger. For sure. Though. Probably Ti. Oh, T.I. one of them niggas. You don't think he lyrical? Not like the niggas I'm finna bring up in a minute. Bro. Oh. <laughs> I got some niggas, though. Bro, T.I. be snapping, dog. Not like this. Oh, shit, bro. Wait, let me know. Because if you... Oh, I mean, listen to the other niggas, bro. Okay, okay, okay. Because I got some niggas this way that, bro, you like, okay, I see why you said that. Mm. Like, okay, I'm going to do lyrical niggas right now just to get, put you, get, you, just to get you in um in the zone of who I'm fucking with. Yeah. Raekwon. Okay. okay. Lupe Fiasco. Okay. You know what I'm saying? These niggas, this is absolute barbarian. For sure. Um... Who else? Elzai. Mm. Who else? These niggas you probably don't even know of, right? Yeah, I know. I don't know who to. <sighs> okay. Uh, who else I got? Elzai. Man, it's, I got so many niggas, man. Even Sahai the Prince. Uh, Sahai though, bro. Yeah. Sahai um, though, bro. Who else is that? That nigga be snapping. Az. Az. Them my them my lyrical cats. But yeah. even I mean, but if we do it, cause Young Chris lyrical too to me. Type shit. Type you know shit. what I'm saying? Benny Siegel. Type shit. You know, I, I, I like I said, I'm a little older than you, so yeah, the cats yeah. I bring up, you probably like, man, I don't listen to them niggas. Nah, I mean, you know, but I listen when I, you know, I rap for a while and I started with with um, 
You know what I'm saying? I, I did my history, bro. Like, I started with the real deal lyrical nah. niggas. But, like, as I came of age, especially, like, when I got, like, 19, 20, mm-hmm. there was a shift between now it ain't about the most lyrical guys, it's about the guys with style. And you got people, I think, like, Kendrick, Cole, Drake, that generation mm-hmm. was the last of the lyrical niggas that was able to, to be agile enough to, okay, let me make... It got the bounce. Okay. Right? Because I think in your generation, and this ain't no disrespect at all. Right. Like, niggas ain't care about bounce. No. And I I used to rap like that. Like, I rap because that's who I studied. So I ain't care about the bounce. Uh Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But like I said, now it's a few artists that made that transition from, yeah, I'm lyrical, but my shit got bounced. Cole do that. Mm -hmm. Kendrick do that. Mm -hmm. Those like the most popular guys. You you understand what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Yeah. They got it because they can sell a record hit. Mm -hmm. Like the cast are like, you can't. Rayquan ain't selling no record hits, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I appreciate people who care. I'm not going to say J. Cole don't care because I think Cole is a, is a, is a mag- magnificent rapper, yeah, man. Bro. You know, I think he is super dope. Cole, I, actually, I think Cole number one right now, though. Like, Cole, and because Kendrick ain't putting it out in a while, I think mm-hmm. Cole with that Dreamville and with them features all last year, like, I think Cole leaps. So you saying, basically, you saying that whenever Cole dropped, he go up, Kendrick drop, he go up. Is that what they doing? Yeah, that's what I think. That's what I think. So they bait neck and neck then if, if you want to put it in. In my opinion, Absolutely. And I think, you know, Drake, obviously, he is the commercial. He the king. King. King of the commercial. You know what I'm saying? But I don't, he ain't seeing Kendrick and J. Cole, like, mm-hmm. talking about bar for bar. No, he ain't. No, he ain't going to see him bar for bar. But that's, like, to me, like, Nas and Jay-Z, though. Like, people always say Jay-Z better, but they just like that that flashy. Let me, because Jay lyrical somewhat. So who, you think Jay-Z is lyrical somewhat? Uh, this is going to be a long-ass podcast. In comparison. In comparison to Nas. If you but if, see. This is why I think, okay, look, Nas is my favorite rapper. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, Nas is, listen, I went to Summerfest and I was fucking, look, I, I was enamored, right? Right. But Jay-Z, Jay-Z the GOAT because. So, so don't, don't, don't bring in, don't, when you say he the GOAT, you can't equate success to it. Nah, I'm not. We're talking about, success. we're talking about rap. I'm talking about straight rap. Okay. Bro. Talk to like, me. Like. Talk to me. Jay-Z. Like I was saying about the lyrical and the bounce, mm-hmm. Jay Z had that damn near forever. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he definitely his flow is mean, right? And see, Nas, five, well, got, yeah. And, oh. and listen, I can't, I can't speak bad about Nas, but I, I feel like if you compare him, and again, Nas is my favorite. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like when we talk about Pac and Big, right? Like people said, Pac, a poet. You know what I'm definitely saying? A poet. But Biggie, like lyrically. He just wraps circles around shit. You know but, what I'm saying? What's your definition of lyrics, though? What's the definition of lyrical? Because I always, to me, lyrical means substance. Because anybody can play with words. Like Eminem is the king of playing with words. But right. Would you call that lyrical? No, I, no, I think lyrical is a combination of everything. Okay. I think it's it's the substance, mm-hmm. but it's style too. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 the lyrics. But it's a bounce, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it's a combination of it all, and very few can put it all together. You know what I'm saying? You got guys that can tell stories. You okay. got guys that can say some deep ass shit, mm-hmm. but they ain't got no bounce. And especially now, it's gonna mm-hmm. come off as whack. Like in the '90s or the '80s, mm-hmm. like niggas ain't really had to have a bounce. Ain't nobody gonna call it whack. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But now, like you gotta have. That 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 flair, that a, bounce, a flow. You know, yeah, you gotta, you gotta have, have, have that flow. flow. Right the beat, and I think uh, Jay Z got the probably best flow ever. Yeah, hands down, he got the best flow. Yeah, ever, man. man. 
But he got weaknesses, though. What do you think are Jay-Z's weaknesses, man? Like, Jay-Z, people say Jay-Z can do it. Jay-Z can't do everything. What he can't do, bro? You think Jay-Z could do Nas? I mean, I can't, listen, and it's hard to compare the two. I, like, I'm black. just saying, I, I, don't, I can't think of not, listen, Nas don't have a weak verse, Jay-Z don't have a weak verse, but I can't think of a Jay-Z verse that that didn't just dominate the entire song. Like, think about what's free with me. Like, when that came out, like, and that was the top of verse was the topic of discussion. But, bro, look who he was on the song with, though. I mean... If you put, if you put Nas on that, Nas would have rose to the, to, to the occasion. Nas would have rose to the occasion. But, it, but you know what? And I listen, Nas, that song Echo, yeah. was, listen, that's phenomenal. But see, look, this is what I'll say. I think that Nas, and again, this is my favorite rapper, but Nas have to rap on particular beats. I feel like Jay-Z, he could damn near hop on any I agree beat. with that. Because Nas couldn't hop on that Jeezy I do. No. You no, know what I'm be saying? Awful, oh, that'd be no. terrible. That'd be terrible. You know what I mean? Like you right. Jay, Nas couldn't hop on Jeezy uh, uh, go crazy. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like it's, it's like Jay-Z can really just hop on any song and it's his. You know what right. I'm saying? Nas, you, he got to be in a particular uh, um, Pattern, bag. Beat. You know what I'm, yeah. And I there's think, nothing wrong with that, but I'm just saying. No. You know what I mean? I think... Uh, I don't want people getting the wrong idea. Like Jay Z, I take Jay Z over Nas any day of the week. Type shit. Any day of the week. Now see, I didn't. I thought you were no, with Nas. no. I'm just rapping with Nas because I'm giving it to you raw, real. Okay. Real is Jay Z can't do what Nas do, but I think it's easier for Jay Z, like you said, to get out here and hop on and just be anywhere yeah. or any be any lane. And that counts for that counts. That counts a lot. Bro. That that's what put him at the top. Yeah. But lyrically, I don't think he's that lyrical though. I'm bro, Jay Z. What he fifty. Mm-hmm. And he dropped a verse and it dominate conversation. I think like that, that was free verse is it's fucking bananas. crazy. It's bananas. Bro. I agree. And and that I think that encapsulates lyricism at its finest. You got the substance. I like the substance. But it's style. I like you the know substance. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's bounce, bro. Like it's everything, bro. And he teaching niggas, bro. Like, bro, I would leave work and play that every time, bro, just to stay motivated, bro. The reason I don't give it that much credit. Let me check this out. Check this out. The reason I don't give it that because I listen to niggas who do albums like that. Oh, okay. Who do who, who? Lupe Fiasco do albums like that? So. When, when a nigga do it, and I hate the fact they put it on steroids, because Lupe got a whole album that's mm. just just like that. Listen, and I'll tell you, Enemy of the State, Lupe's Enemy of the State, dude. That mixtape? Fam. That's dope. Listen. That's dope. Like, I felt like this when I was like, oh, 17, 18, uh-huh. I wanted to stop rapping, bro. Because I'm just like, dog, like, how is he saying this shit, bro? Right. You know what I mean? Mm. And it was like, because... The the metaphors was last, and it wasn't just two bars. The metaphors was like for six and eight and it was twelve like double bars. Entendres, yeah, triple entendres. bro. Like I'm like, God. Right. like he said, um, I turned down your ex. Like how you put, put your, your tires, tires on? on. Like, bro, I'm so right, bored. right. <laughs> he just has some, and listen, bro. Um, you know, I'm listening to Lupe when I'm like in middle school and high school, and this one niggas are only talking about Lil Wayne. Okay. And I ain't taking shit away from Wayne. Wayne no. wanted to go. He did his thing. But I'm like, fam, Lupe can go bar for bar with Wayne. Easy. Niggas is like, bro, you That's tripping. Easy. No, nah, but he could go bar for bar easy, with that bro. nigga. You know easy. what I'm saying? But see, I feel like Lupe kind of fell off because I think he got a little too political. And again, I told you, there was that shift, and I can only uh uh time it from my coming of age, but you know, when I'm like 17, 18, like niggas started straying away from that lyricism. They wanted to hear some 
niggas was dancing to their songs. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And Wayne, you know, he went and hopped on, you know, the swag surfing mm-hmm. and killed that shit. You know what I'm saying? So Wayne was able to, you know what I mean? Okay. Bounce with the lyricists. I feel like Lupe, niggas my age wasn't trying to rock with him because he was so political. He had something to say. And 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 that's the crime though. It's the crime that because you have something to say, if you can't package it in an appealing way, then you lose listenership. And I think that's what happened to Lupe. Unfortunately, I agree with you. But people who, <clears throat> but there's, there's a there's a there's a crowd out there. There's a people, there's a crowd for that kind of music Lupe make. Mm-hmm. I'm in the crowd. Absolutely. I mean, I love fly talk. You know what I'm saying? I love that. But it's easy. I mean, because you people can the people I listen to. I got they got that pattern. Can't too many people do what Lupe do. Mm-hmm. Lupe to me, Lupe better than Nas, bro. All oh, facts. Lupe. Lupe better than Nas, bro. When it, man, you, you know what? One day, man, we me and you just gotta sit down and just go song for song. <laughs> yeah, I'm dead bro. ass. Yeah, Cause yeah. Lupe, that that food and liquor too. Tough. I mean, tough. Better than Nas. Man, bro. I want all the smoke. Better than Nas, he better than Nas, bro. bro. He better than Nas. Lupe might disagree himself. Ooh, but I don't listen, bro. He better than Nas, my G. I'm keeping it a bean. I think that Lupe, if he if he if he wanted to do what Jay Z did, like, cause he he can do that. He can do that kind of flow, bro. that little rapping, like the the bubble gum rap about your Bentleys and you, and you know. That's easy. Hey, that ain't what Jay Z. Don't water it down. That ain't I'm what Jay Z do. It, I'm talking about Genesis of Jay Z. Okay, okay. Not right now. You know, Jay. Right now, we in a different lane. Bro, hold on, bro. You said Lupe better than bro. Fake thugs, no love. You get the slug. See me fall gust though. You look low. You yeah. didn't know because I was drunk though. You fake niggas. Come on, bro. Bro, we we Prostitute we gotta do service, it. Hey, you know what? You know what we gonna do? We gonna do. Ninety six ways I made out. Yeah. Five times away yeah. to get F E L L A. Bubble A K spray. Right. Dip the ratchet. Right. Oh, hold on, bro. Hold on, bro. Right. Right. And that's his highlight album. Is that is some wrong? That's, with that? No, ain't nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying. I got joints better than that joint, man. Ooh, bro. I got a joint that'll rock that joint, man. I got, a, I got a joint. Hey, like I said, get your CDs out. We can go song for song. You know you old school, too. Can you say CDs? You mean that get, shit? Get your CDs out. We can go song for song. I'm, I'm keeping it a bean. I think that Lupe got an album right now that's probably better than everything dude ever made. I'm standing on that. You standing on that, man. I ain't backing down, bro. Did you hear Nas on Echo, bro? And I heard that's one song though. Wow. You know, you coming from a you coming from a standpoint where you ain't even heard what I heard from Lupe. I don't know. I got it, man. But I heard everything you heard from Nas, so I can make an honest decision. I can say Lupe better. Honestly, no, no. Okay, but I'm I'm saying. Do you do you factor in how the album did? Do you factor in the commercial sense oh, of God, the album? No. You can't do that. That don't even make sense. I, I think you do have to factor in. You have. You can't. You can't, how? Because it's, because it's it's like in the NBA when it's MVP candidates, if they neck and neck, you know, points and assists and rebounds and impact on the game in general. You can't do. Then that. the separation is the team success. You can't do that. You can't because, do that in hip hop because no, you can't do that with an album because an album is it, it. Because okay, look, I used to rap, right? You right. And and somebody could. I've been told. My people I know, like, bro, lyrically, bro, like, bro, you one of the coders. I can't, because I, I can't say I'm better than so-and-so. Because the album sales? I mean, bro, it's you extreme, better, but. Bro, you better than Amigos. I mean, <laughs> listen, you know bro. what I'm saying? I'm not even taking no shots. I don't even know them niggas. I'm but, saying they ain't the same lane, though. You know what I'm talking about? But, oh, but you, better, you better than niggas who sold millions of records. 
But to say that because somebody sold more Ruckman Lupe album is but my uh, but look again with my parallel with the NBA you know MVPs and uh, music. If I'm the most valuable player, then why my team got less wins than yours? So if I'm better than the Migos, if I'm better than who? who why ain't selling just as much? Because so not because the reason you ain't selling just as much because your product ain't as in demand as their product. That don't mean that their product is better. It just means that people are a lot more simple. And then and then, like I said before, I think that's on me to then package <laughs> my content. And you're changing who you are. No, I mean, it's, it's like, think about J. Cole. Okay, the first, you know, for your eyes only. And then he jumped from that to, you know, KOD. Mm-hmm. People ain't really like for your eyes only. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because he ain't packaged it how he did KOD. KOD, you got the 808s. You know what I'm saying? You got that bounce. He's saying the same shit. Right. But he said it on what's attractive to the consumer now. That's and that's what you got. I mean, that's what you got to do. If this was marketing, if this was business or whatever like that, and I'm trying to sell a product, I can't just say, "Hey, my product better." But if I don't market it, you know what I'm saying, in a way that it sells, it don't matter. But I'm coming from that. I'm coming from the point of view of a hardcore hip hop fan, and, and I feel that. I feel I'm that. not talking. I don't because when you look at when we talk about album sales, man. P. Diddy sold records. He don't even write rhymes, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right. He sold records. That don't mean he he better than nobody because he sold right, records. Right. I'm a hardcore hip hop fan, bro. I, I listen to the art. I like the art itself. I get you. And hip hop is bigger than just rap, man. It's a culture, man. One thousand. It's a culture, man. We 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 hip hop is so big, bro, that you got to market it in your commercial to sell your product. Facts. That's a fact. So it's not even about album sales, bro. I just think who represents the culture, and I think Lupe represents the culture. I think. I don't think Migos represents the culture how they're supposed to. The culture to me. Yeah, but again, it's generational. You know what I'm saying? True. And I'm kind of in the middle. You know what I'm talking about? Because. I'm so hard on Migos, bro. I don't know why. But I'm going to take it easy on them. Yeah. Because they, they can mean, rap Migos a little bit. Cold, they can bro. rap a little bit. I'm and they be saying some shit, bro. They be they got a little substance, man. I might throw shots at Takashi now. I'm going to throw shots at Takashi. Well, that nigga in jail. You know, come on. He, 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 I got to throw shots at Takashi. Don't beat the dead horse, man. That nigga, he, he gone. But he can't rhyme, though. He can't rhyme. You know? You know? We, I'm from the era, man. And again, like I said, it's generational. You know, I'm in the middle where, listen, I appreciate the lyricism. That's what I that's what I studied to rap myself. But again, I saw, and I could even have it, I could even dress it to, to locally, you know, I was one of the most lyrical dudes. Right. I was looked at as that. People okay. told me that. Mm-hmm. But then because niggas couldn't compete with me lyrically, they made that bounce. And... Therefore, they got more fans, so on and so forth. And I was still trying to be the most lyrical nigga, and they was playing a different game. So you think that? That's just, and that's that's how music went in general. But do you, okay, but does that have an effect on an artist like you? How, how, how like, so? does that make you want to formulate a different plan then to get where they at? As no, as making a bounce. Not not. When it comes to this pen and this pad, I'm not changing a thing. But you will pick different beats? Right. I see what you said. So when you say bounce, you mean production? Exactly. Okay, well, that production is different. That's different. Loop. I mean, I'm sure Lupe can ride the bounce beats, but I just take... Me, I like acapella. So if you if you can just go in the booth mm. and, man, just, just strip the beats away. Let me see what you got, man. Show and proof. And, you know, and, and the thing is, like, you can look at somebody like Pusha T. Like, Pusha T even said, like, minimalist production. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you think about his album, think about that song with Kendrick, Nostalgia. You know what I'm saying? Or mm-hmm. and really any of his albums in the recent, you know, four last four to five years, it's been kind of dressed down. Mm-hmm. 
and he just telling his stories, but the beat is bouncy enough. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. That I mean, look, you even the young young cats that fuck with Takashi or something like that, that come on, they ain't finna be like this shit whack. They all right, I might not understand what he's saying, but the shit sound good. That's what a lot of people do. I see what you're saying. They, so it's like, do it sound good. It got to sound good. It got to catch them. Right. And it ain't just the production. It's how you rap over that Come production. across on the beat flow. You know what I'm saying? Some people got to be- Cadence. Cadence. Got to you know be captivated by the flow. Yeah, man. I got you. I, got, I feel you. And that's true. Yeah. That's true. Because I'm that way, too. If, if, you, if you ain't on point with the beat, I mean, it could be a whack beat. Mm-hmm. But if your flow is like ocean waves on, the, yeah. on on a beat, like you flowing on the beat like yeah. water, I'm going to check you out. And mm-hmm. you saying something, too? Sometimes you disregard the beat. Like I heard, like who got a whack beat, bro? Jay Z had a whack beat on um in my lifetime volume three. Oh it's called the Snoopy beat. I think oh, that, that's a joint with the Snoopy yeah. beat. That beat was whack. Uh, Big time. Yeah. I think Timbo did that beat too. That was like a throwaway probably. Might have been. And I would tell him the goat though, but you think Tim the goat? I think so, bro. You think he better than Preem? Ooh. Yeah. Think, I I mean Think about that before you say it. I mean, Primo, look, Primo, Timberland. You gotta have Pharrell in there. Pharrell, Pharrell. You know, Dre, Dre. Even um, my man, the one that died, the one that died from Detroit. Oh, fucking um. What's my man? Damn, name? we disrespectful right now, motherfucker. For sure. Um, who 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 did little brother in them beats? Yes, that man. Little brother dope too. He dope. Um, he dope. They, they knew album. Crazy. Um. Oh, we disrespectful right now, bro. What's my man name, bro? We gonna have to- super dope. I can't think of his name, man. We're going to have to cut this part out. <laughs> Maybe, probably. Who is that, dude? Damn, bro. Jay Dilla. Jay Dilla. My oh, man, Jay Dilla, man. Jay Dilla. Jay Dilla, Jay Dilla. Jay Dilla. Yeah. Jay Dilla was dope, man. Hell yeah, bro. I mean, even Alchemist is dope. Alchemist dope, bro. Hey, you know, he did Currency. Uh, currency. Hey, you know who dope? Freddie Gibbs, bro. Freddie Gibbs, Freddie Gibbs, dope as fuck. Dope. You know who put me up? Put, Ransom put me up on him. All type shit? Man, he dope. Hey, yeah. bro, you didn't check out Ransom, bro. You did tell me about Ransom. You ain't bump yet? I ain't bump you yet, bro. Send me, a, send me a project, bro. This, I'm going to send you a link as soon as, I, as soon as I get in the whip. Yeah, link me. Whatever you want me to link me, bro. I'm going to link you in there. As soon as I get in the whip, I'm going to throw you up there because you need to hear Ransom, bro. Yeah, bro. This podcast long as fuck, bro. We gonna, I'm, we going I'm, I'm going to two part it, I think. Um, we're going to make the music part probably uh, a separate one. That's For how, sure. Yeah, that's probably how we're going to do it. Do it like that. Say no yeah, more. We be good, yeah. man. I, man, we chopped it up good. We chopped it Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, we get it in, baby. Hey, look, bro. It has been, bro, man. a motherfucking pleasure, Hey, bro. man, this was beautiful. Hey, you know, I got to ask you one question. Go ahead. To close out. This is called One Corner mm-hmm. at a Time. And I ask people, uh, what is their corner? You know what I mean? What is your corner? And how do you plan to impact your corner. I think my corner is um, just my creativity. Absolutely. I want I want to impact in a way that I like to set anomalies. I like to just do what what hasn't been done and try to create new every day. I'm thinking. And I, one thing I love to do is empower people. Mm-hmm. I like to motivate people. I like to bring the best out of people. Absolutely. That's one thing I love to do. Show you who you are. Absolutely. Make you feel comfortable around me, talking to me, and just um, divulging. You know what I'm saying? Just giving me what you, who you are and not feeling embarrassed to be who you are around me. And that's one of my strong points, I think. That's my corner, just to make you feel like you're better you. Absolutely, bro. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? Absolutely. Yes, man. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So if I could do that for somebody, man, I'm, I'm good. I can sleep well at night. Absolutely, man. My man. Hey, hey give me your social media and everything like that, man. Oh, uh, man. Black Funzie at 
It was at Instagram, Instagram Black Fonzie. Everything Black Fonzie. B-L-A-K-F-O-N-Z-I. My man. Black Fonzie, man. Come, 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 come. Give me some followers, man. I'm down. <laughs> I'm low, man. Nobody, I gotta start posting pictures of myself or something. I don't post nothing. They're <laughs> gonna be thirst trapped. I'm out there posting shit about my chest and my you know, oils and Different kind of lavenders. I gotta do cute something. Hey, do something cute, man. They did nothing, man. They don't even see me. I got quotes. Absolutely. All I got is quotes, bro. Yeah, you, you gonna have to switch it up. Bro. I gotta do something different, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. I want to try to do um, something with my like when I start doing my, tra- my trailers, my movies, little shorts. I want to do that's what I want to do. That's why I ain't really putting the pictures of my kids and nobody up there. I can dig. I can it dig, ain't bro. for that. It's for business. Dig. I dig that, bro. Yeah, but wrong. I ain't got that many followers though. And most of my, I'm following Instagram models. I'm bugging out, man. <laughs> like, them chicks ain't gonna follow me, man. <laughs> I, ain't, I got quotes. I'm trying to motivate them. I'm like, do good at school. Don't do drugs. I got bogus. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, hello. <laughs> I got quotes. I'm trying to be motivational to Instagram. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm losing my life. You got to pick one or the other, bro. You exactly. Gotta, I'm either gonna be this or be that. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I can't right. be both. Awesome. Sle- awesome. Sleazy motivation. Awesome sly sleazy shit. You're right. <laughs> I'm trying to catch. I'm gonna get in trouble out there in these streets, man. Oh, bro. Hey, bro. Hey. Listen, you my bro. man, you my bro. One quarter at a time. Pleasure. One quarter at a time. I mean, hey, check his book out too, man. I know I put it up there. Nobody even give me a like on that. Y'all suck it today. On there. On there. Gratitude to my man Glenn for an amazing conversation. As always, thank you all for tuning in. If you like this episode, please leave a rating and share it with a friend. Oh, a nigga rhyming, I ain't even tried. Thanks to Ron for the production. I'm Zachary Lathan Williams, and this is One Corner at a Time.